It's the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome back. It's David Wildstein. I'm the editor of the New Jersey Globe. I'm joined today by the minority leader of the U.S. House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, and by Tom Kane Jr., the Senate minority leader in New Jersey, and as of uh, this week, a candidate for Congress in New Jersey's 7th District. Mr. Leaders, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. No, I appreciate it. So, so Ms. Leader McCarthy, we're, we're still 10 months away from the 22 Republican primary. Is it is it too early to pick your candidate before you know what the 7th District is going to look like after redistricting? In most places, people would say yes, but when you get somebody of the quality of a Tom Kane, that answer is no. I mean, uh, when I see what has been happening in Washington, you want somebody that has leadership, someone that can bridge the gap, work with both sides, and somebody that can find solutions. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that Tom Kane's the person, and that's why there's no reason to sit back and wait. Um, the people need to have somebody who's honest, who's held accountable. When you see what Malinowski has done, lying to the voters, trading mil- million dollars worth of stock and hiding from them, and just betting against the country and saying he's one way and voting 100% with Nancy Pelosi, you can't sit back and wait around. We need to save this country, and Tom Kane's one of the very best people that can do it. And is, is the 7th District the top priority for congressional Republicans in New Jersey? Is, is, that where, uh, is that where most of the emphasis is going to go? Look, we're, we're going to look at all opportunities. I know what people would sit back and think, oh, New Jersey, they haven't voted for a Republican and president since 1988. Do you know the very best state in the last election cycle for us was California, who hadn't voted for a Republican since 1988. Republicans picked up four more seats. Um, President Trump lost California by five million votes. He lost all four of those seats, three of them by double digits. What people really want to see is someone that's going to make their streets safe and secure. They're tired of this defunding of the police. We're watching Democrats control all. Now we're having inflation like we haven't had in decades. We've got gas prices, the highest they've been since the last time Joe Biden was president. People are hungry, and that's why I believe any place across the country there's an opportunity, even places they don't think. But I think New Jersey is going to have a number of seats up to play on that could be really a deciding factor on whether the majority switches in Congress. And I'm speaking with the minority leader of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, and with New Jersey congressional candidate Tom Kane. Senator Kane, your your opponent, Congressman Malinowski, he's, he's had a rough year. Uh, his late disclosures, as, as Mr. McCarthy mentioned, hundreds of stock trades. It, it's led to two complaints filed with the House Ethics Committee. How how big an issue is that going to be for you in this campaign? Well, the most important thing you can that any candidate, any public office holder can be is transparent and honest with his constituents. And the fact is that Tom Molnowski hid his intentionally hid his stock trades. He didn't obey the Stock Act. There are now two or three ethics complaints against him because of his continued pattern and activity. And it resonates with the voters because people need to know that when we're focused in whether it was in Trenton over the course of last year, the course of the pandemic or people down in Washington, D.C., they should always be focused on their constituents' interests, not their own personal interests. That's what I've done throughout the course of my entire legislative career. And that's the type of prioritization for my constituents I will pursue down in Washington, D.C. as a member of the House of Representatives. So should should members of Congress put their assets in blind trust? Should that just be something that's automatic or stop the trading of individual stocks? 
Listen, I think blind trust makes some sense, but I think the most important thing that you have to remember here is Tom Wolnowski violated the Stock Act repeatedly, not disclosing millions of dollars worth of trades in a timely fashion. Those are things that people want transparency and accountability and all level of government and anything we can do to make that a reality in the House of Representatives, it's a good thing. And David, uh, yes. this is Kevin. At the very least, it's not the question of whether she could go to blind trust. There are rules and there are laws. There is no question Malinowski broke and had a violation of the Stock Act. Not once. And think about the time when it was taking place during a pandemic. So when you needed your elected official most, when they needed to show that leadership, your kids are out of school, small businesses are collapsing, you don't know within your own health, what was he spending his time and effort on? Working on those issues or trying to make profit? And in making profit, what was he doing? There's times he was betting against places in New Jersey themselves, their own shopping malls. The question would rise, did he get any personal information as a member of Congress and trade off that? We don't know. That's a question for people to look at when it comes to the ethics. But what we do know is he violated the current law of what members of Congress should do. But what's even worse of all this, he spent his time and focus not on his district and during a pandemic when people needed him most, but he put himself first and he lied to the public about it. You're supposed to put it out. He lied during the last campaign. It was one of the closest races. And what we really want, not, not from a Republican or Democrat point of view, we want someone that will put people before politics and actually bridge that gap of bringing people together. I, I serve in Congress. Malinowski never works with the other side. Not only does he not work with them, he goes out of his way to make sure he only sticks with Nancy Pelosi. And let me let me read you, Mr. Leader, what what Congressman Malinowski said on Wednesday in, in, in advance of, of of Senator Kane's announcement, in advance of of your trip to the state. He said uh, he said that, that Kane is standing from day one with the man leading his party surrender to the and, and these are his words, right, denying, election nullifying, vaccine disparaging, New Jersey shortchanging far right. What, what do you what do you say to his his criticism there? I said, this is the biggest sign that he doesn't want to run on his own record. Um, Look, the reason why I'm here is because I want to make sure the next century is American century. I'm tired of our streets not being safe. I'm tired of listening where Malinowski went along with the Democrats to defund the police. Now they want to defund the border. I watched the Democrats take the majority and Democrats only vote that brought us inflation like we haven't seen before. And that's a tax on every single American. I've watched time and again where they've gone against and, and Tom's been a leader on this in trying to make America energy independence. That means all the above. They have made our adversaries stronger. I mean, this is a real challenge. And why do, wouldn't he stand up if he was worried about because the race was so close and say, I'm going to run on my record. I did this, 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 and this because he can't. He can't talk about what he has done to help New Jersey get better, but he can talk about that since he's been in Congress, he is wealthier. He is wealthier because he invested during a pandemic and spent his time focused on himself instead of focused on New Jersey when they needed him most. It is time that we get a better Tom in, in Washington that will work with both sides, will be held accountable, and will make our kids back in school, back in health, back to work. And, and I'm speaking with Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader of the House of Representatives, and with Senator Tom Kane, candidate for Congress. Uh, 
Mr. Leader, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm surely I'm not I'm not taking sides by saying this, but I've I've known Senator Kane for for most of his life, uh, uh, and and he's never a sure thing for anybody. I I, I want to make sure you you know what you're getting into. That he, Senator Kane's not going to be easy for a party leader to manage. Is that is is, is that something you know about? Yes, that is look. We want somebody who represents their district. That is your job. To be a member of Congress, she or he, it gets lent the power for two years. You go to Washington, you're their voice. That's not a place for you to find information to go trade your stocks for your own personal. And you know what? There's times Tom's going to vote against, and there's times Tom's going to vote for. But what Tom's going to vote all the time is for New Jersey first. He is going to put people before politics, and that is refreshing and I don't want somebody who agrees with me 100 percent of the time. You have that in Malinowski with Nancy Pelosi. I want someone who's going to agree with his district, she or he, 100 percent of the time. So, Senator Kane, one of the one of the things you've you've talked about for the last few years is is funding for Gateway for a restoration of the uh, the salt deduction. Is is that something that you've 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 discussed with the minority leader? Is that something you're you're prepared to? fight with a Republican caucus on if you if you get to Washington? Absolutely. I'd be a strong advocate for both of those priorities. And I've already talked to the leader about that with, with great frequency, about those priorities for New Jersey, as well as making sure that there's a tax policy that actually grows the New Jersey economy, because we lost a third of small businesses in New Jersey over the course of the last year. So we need a strong economic program that, and it's going to make sure we grow the economy. Now, now restoring the salt deduction is extraordinarily important for New Jersey to make sure it's more affordable. And we've got to get that done for the full restoration. we also have to make sure that when it's the uh, gateway project, I mean, every second that somebody's commuting, they're spending time away from their family. And as a leader, not only making sure that we had the first ever Midtown Direct on the Raritan Valley Line and making sure that we had the Gateway Development Corporation, real Port Authority structural reform, making sure that th- those type of infrastructure projects are a priority. And going down to Washington, D.C. and fa- finding allies, regardless of what party they are in, to say, how do we make sure that we make New Jersey more affordable? We make sure that we have um, far better infrastructure plans that, that help the, the commute and also help national security. Those are the priorities that we that a representative from, from the 7th District needs to focus on and get down to Washington, D.C. And Tom Olinowski, by voting with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time in this cycle and 98% of the time last cycle, shows that he prioritizes her agenda or the people he is supposed to represent here in New Jersey. So this is a this is is a campaign. It, it already as we as we saw what happened uh, on, on the day of your announcement uh, with Democrats saying Tom Kane is now part of the 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 national Republican agenda. Uh, is are, are we talking too much about the role of surrogate senator? Is it is it too much about who you know? who you may be friends with and who Tom Malinowski may be friends with and maybe not as much about what you've done and what Congressman Malinowski's done? Well, I've talked a great deal about what, what I've done already. And, and Tom Malinowski's statements just show um, how scared he is about this race. And I think the fo- what we have to continue to focus on is who's got the history of getting things done, the people of New Jersey, whether and reaching across the aisle or reaching across the river, trying to make sure across the aisle on, on Port Authority reform. I mean, we've got real important priorities on job creation. We've got to grow the economy. You've seen 
inflation and spikes in, in prices that we, like you've never seen in decades because of the Tom Wolnowski's uh, attendance in the, in the House of Representatives. We've got to make sure we've got to protect the environment. We've got to make sure we've got a strong uh, infrastructure. We've got to make sure we've got great education. We've got to make sure we've got the right priorities down in Washington, D.C., because that has a direct day-to-day impact on the lives and livelihoods of generations of New Jersey families. And I'm speaking with Tom Kane Jr., candidate for Congress, New Jersey Senate Minority Leader, and with Kevin McCarthy, the Minority Leader of the House of Representatives. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, you just you just heard Senator Kane talk about the need for gateway, the need for uh, restoring the the salt deduction. Is there is there any give uh, by House Republicans to to try and make that uh, happen for New Jersey? Tom has talked to me about this for quite some time, and infrastructure should never be a partisan issue. I sat with the president in the Oval Office, literally told him that. And I said, the first thing he asked me was, how much money can you spend? And I said, well, that's not the right question. The question should first be, what is the definition of infrastructure? Roads, bridges, highways, um, broadband. And then let's find out what the need. Then we can determine how much we're going to spend. But what we're finding in Washington today where we've got – bipartisan groups trying to work together to bring an infrastructure bill together, which I would know for a fact just by Tom King's long history, he would be in the middle of that group, probably leading that group, bringing a bill together with a bipartisanship to make sure the roads get built uh, with the gateway being a high priority, making sure that's getting finished in his drill, instead of just making something partisan, what we heard earlier this week, that now Democrats want to go it alone. That's the wrong way. Washington is not designed where one side gets 100% of what they want. It's designed to find compromise. And what's best to find is people who can be held accountable, people who will represent their district, and people who's not afraid to debate the issues and find that common ground to find a solution. So so what about, I mean, we talked about infrastructure. What about the SALT deduction? And, and, and you're aware, Mr. Leader, that that that's a that's a big issue in New Jersey, and it it would be you know whether it's just the seventh that's in play, or if if the third and the fifth and the eleventh are also in the mix, uh, that's a big issue. Where 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 would where it's would a big issue? And, and the the one thing that would have to be remember what Article One, Section Seven of the Constitution says: all tax reform starts in the House. So that's where the debate would take place. Um, I, I see from a place that I don't want the idea that okay you're going to change salt, but you're going to raise taxes. Let's find a way that best puts the American household on a stronger foot. And I think you'd find Tom Kane to be one of the biggest voices to make sure New Jersey has that ability. If New Jersey's being hurt, that that voice would be heard and it'd be heard first inside the House where the Constitution says it would be. I, I know he'd be much more effective than where Malinowski because Malinowski apparently has been spending more time worried about his own finances and his own stock trades instead of worried about his constituents and how they're doing financially. So what what can we expect, Mr. Leader, on on that? There are two two ethics complaints that have been filed against Congressman Malinowski. Uh, Will will the Ethics Committee take this up? Well, the Ethics Committee will take it up. I mean, it's pretty clear that he violated the Stock Act, not once but twice. And this isn't about a few thousand dollars. We're talking more than a million dollars here. And when you talk about when it transpired during a pandemic, I mean, there'll be many issues raised. One, you know that he broke the act. Two, did he take any action within like 48 hours of of getting briefed from Congress itself? Does he have information that his constituents do not? And then he took 
action to benefit himself. That would be wrong in itself. So I'm not sure how far this will go, but what's really concerning to me is these are things that happened during the last election as well, and he lied to the public then. Is he going to continue to lie and try to cover up now? And if it's just, this is a big amount. What more out there has he not been being held accountable and not being honest about? That's a concern for me. And then then that goes into doubt. How well can he represent the district if he's bogged down in these ethics? But I, I say this, Mr. Leader, respectfully. Do, do you really believe Tom Malinowski is walking out of a briefing and uh, going out in the hallway and calling his broker and saying, guess what I just found out? Go ahead and, and sell this stock and short that stock. Look, I, I'm not a prosecutor. I don't know that that's happening. But I do know he violated the Stock Act. I do know he spent his time trading during a pandemic instead of looking after his district. That enough for me tells me he shouldn't be reelected. Whether there's something more there, I'll let those people go look at that. I'll let the ethics look at that. I'll let them find out all about that. But I cannot believe as a member of Congress, and remember what he would say during that time, he was literally scolding those who capitalized on a once in a century pandemic. He was one going after people while doing the exact same thing, but doing it for his own personal pocket to the detriment of his own district. Okay. Well, that to it, me is enough. And and Senator, just just as as we, uh, I know we're we're running out of time, but but Senator, what's what's your expectation of of what national Republicans need to do for you to help you win re, win this election? Listen, my job is to go out. I mean, as many voters as I can, work hard, uh, be organized. We've got a great organization and structure already, already built, and we're we're hitting the ground running. This past Wednesday, we had an incredible turnout and incredible energy in this district, and. You know, we were going to make sure that we make a real difference on behalf of the people of New Jersey. Okay. Well, Senator Tom Kane, uh, candidate for Congress, uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, the U.S. House of Representatives, thank you for thank you for joining me on the New Jersey Globe Power Hour. Thank, thank you, you for having me, and have a great weekend. Thank you, and stay safe, everybody. You too.